My name is Chloe, and this is the Feed Your Flow podcast. Each episode, we will have an authentic conversation to help you start your journey from the eating disorder prison you are in to a life that's free of dogmatic diet rules, excessive exercise, and restriction. This show will help you discover what health really means and how to get there without obsession. As an eating disorder recovery coach and someone who suffered through multiple eating disorders, I'm here to show you that recovery is possible and 100% worth it. I know it's scary and there's a lot of work to do, but you too can be free. Hi guys, I am so excited to be finally starting a podcast. This has been in the works for quite some time. I absolutely love interviewing people. I love talking, so I'm excited for all the things I'm going to be able to do here on this podcast. For those of you guys who don't know me, I am a dynamic eating psychology coach, a therapeutic nutrition counselor, a yoga instructor, and then I studied public health in university. And I am now working with women from all over the globe, literally. I have clients in Finland, Madrid, Spain, New Zealand, Australia, New York, LA, um, sort of all over the world. I have clients who come to me to get support and help on their recovery journey. I primarily work with those who are suffering from anorexia, orthorexia, and exercise addiction. Those are sort of my specialties, namely because those are the things that I suffered with. And I find that I can really resonate and really help those people who are dealing with um, many of the same things that I've dealt with. And now we all have our own unique journey in terms of our relationship with food and body. But there are so many similarities that I find uh, with, you know, in between my clients and with what I suffered with and what I dealt with that it's just really crazy to me, honestly, to see that so many of us are struggling in so many of the same ways. And so while yes, this is an individual experience, it's also a little bit, I wouldn't want to say comforting, but it's also important, I think, just to understand that you aren't the only one who is going through this. You're not the only one who's obsessed with food and fearful of certain types of, you know, dessert and obsessive about their exercise and who lost their period. Like, you're not the only one here. And a lot of my work is just sharing with you guys that one, you're not alone. Two, you're not crazy. Many of the things that you're experiencing are real and they are real um, just effects of energy debt, which we will get into in this podcast. I talk a lot about energy debt, but the things that you are experiencing are real and there's a definite reason why you are experiencing many of the things that you're going through. Um, But then three, to show you that recovery is possible. You guys, I would have never imagined I could be at the place I am now in terms of my relationship to food and body. Like, wow, it is just night and day different. I feel like a completely different person. And I know 
but so many people will say the eating disorder will always be a part of you. I want to just call that out as complete BS because the eating disorder does not have to always be a part of you. You do not have to always have eating disorder thoughts. You can have an absolutely free, wonderful, amazing relationship with food. You absolutely can have that and I am proof that you can. After 11 years of suffering with orthorexia, anorexia, um, exercise addiction after 11 years of not having my period after 11 years of struggling day in and day out with just how to feed myself i'm sitting here now completely recovered helping others learn how they can get here too it sometimes amazes me and shocks me at how open and free I am with food and how little I feel like I need to exercise. Um, it's, it's crazy what happens when you get out of, you know, quasi recovery and you get into full recovery. And I think this, this is an important thing to talk about. I think a lot of us settle for this quasi-recovery place. What is quasi-recovery? Quasi-recovery is where you have done some work. Great. It's amazing. You've healed your relationship to food a little bit. Maybe you start eating more. Maybe you gain some necessary weight. Maybe um, you stop exercising as much. But you're still suffering. You're not exactly that free around food. You're not that at ease with not exercising. You still maybe haven't gotten your period back. Your digestive system's still out of whack. Your sleep is still weird. Um, you haven't really experienced that like click of, wow, now I'm just like, I've you know closed that chapter, this is done. So unfortunately, a lot of people stay in this place because it tends to be, you know, the time where maybe family members sort of take a step back and they stop mentioning so many things. And so you sort of feel like, okay, I've, you know, recovered enough where people aren't really that concerned about me anymore. And I can just still sort of stay in this restrictive nature of living and not have it be as big of a deal for my full-blown eating disorder. Don't settle for this, guys. Don't settle for it because it's a lie. While we use the word recovery, it is not recovery at all. Because trust me, when you fully recover, boy, is that just, it's amazing. It's amazing how much life opens up to you. It's amazing how much mental power you now have to think about things other than food and body and calories and fat grams and macros and micros and all of that stuff. It was really interesting to me as I recovered, like if you were to open up my YouTube and scroll my homepage, say like two, three years ago, all you would have seen were, you know, all these podcasts and videos on like what I eat in the day and, um, you know, Dr. McGregor talking about the vegan diet and um, holistic health and diets and diets and diets and more diets because that's what I was obsessed with just filling my mind with. Um, if you opened up my YouTube page today, it's quite jarring how different it is. Now, all you will see is 
political things. I'm really into politics, especially right now with the 2020 presidential elections happening in the U.S. That has just been fascinating to me. So I spend my time listening to the debates, um, listening to other people talking about specific political policies and all of that. Very fascinating. Um, you're also going to see a lot of things in regards to the stock market and financial freedom and um, building a career. And like those are the things that really interest me now. And I can't remember the last time I like Googled or YouTubed anything that had to do with like food or nutrition. It simply just is not a thing on my mind anymore as I have just stepped into a different life is really what it is. And this life is so much more fulfilling, so much more satiating, so much more fun because it's not filled with guilt and shame every two seconds because I may or may not have eaten something that may or may not be terribly bad for me. So this is what my podcast is about, guys. It's about how to close the chapter of your eating disorder so that you can move on with your life. It's about finding health that comes effortlessly and naturally. The word balanced is thrown around a lot in terms of like health and nutrition and recovery and all of that. And I actually don't like the word balance. I think to a perfectionistic mind, balance requires us having to perfectly level all things in our life. My ratio of processed to whole foods has to be absolutely perfect. That's what sort of balance does to um, someone with sort of that perfectionistic attitude. So that is why it's called the Feeder Flow Podcast. Because I think health is really all about flow. It's not about perfectly getting everything balanced and everything right. It's about flowing with life. Sure, some weeks I, you know, I sit down a lot more and I'm maybe going on just light walks and just being a lot more low key. And then other weeks I'm like, let's go play ultimate, let's go play tennis, let's go hike. And I'm feeling super adventurous and active and all of that. And I don't need to stress those times where I feel low and where I feel like I just want to sit down and relax. I don't need to stress about it and think, oh no, now I'm being so unhealthy. No, just let my body rest if it needs to rest and when it needs to move, then I'll want to move and that's life and we flow with it instead of trying to control it. But I have learned from my 11 years of dealing with eating disorders is that control is this illusionary thing that will never lead to happiness and to health. You cannot control your body. You cannot just think, oh, this one diet is going to be what heals me. When your body is completely saying the opposite, when your body's going like, hey, I don't have a period, I am so starved, I can't sleep at night, I don't have enough energy to produce hydrochloric acid and to, you know, I don't have enough strength to really um, create this peristalsic movement in the digestive tract. 
we got to listen to those things. Because sure, on paper, maybe our diet looks great and our exercise routine is exemplary. But if your body is not showing that in the form of health and overall just well-being, then we're foolish for thinking that that's what's healthy. So when I say we can't control the body, what I mean is that if our body is tired, instead of forcing ourselves to go on a 10-mile run, we should honor our body and listen to the fact that it is tired. When we don't listen to our body, when we don't work with it and we're working against it all the time, this is when we're going to run into a lot of issues because your body is smart. I know you may not trust it right now, but trust me, there are so many mechanisms and negative feedback loops in the body that's trying to just keep you at homeostasis, keep you at balance. Your body wants to have a period. If you've lost your period and you think like this is it, no, 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 no. Your body needs that. It wants it. It is trying to get there, but you are not giving it the things it needs to be able to have happy, healthy hormones. So finding your flow is all about finding what works best for you. Learning how to flow with your body and not control it. Learning how to make your body your friend. And this is really where the magic is at, guys. I am so excited to be starting this podcast, to be sharing with you guys not only my journey from 11 years of eating disorder and not having my period to this journey of wildly, wildly abundant just health and monthly menstrual cycle and food freedom and body liberation and all of that. But I'm going to be diving into a lot of the tools and the um, knowledge and things that you need to help you move forward in this journey. I'm going to be interviewing so many people in regards to recovery, what it means to be recovered, and how to get there. So much good stuff to come, guys. I am so ridiculously excited. I am, if you can't tell from my voice, I am so passionate about this beyond passionate. I don't want anyone to have to live through what I went through because I know how, let's just be real here, I know how awful it is. It absolutely takes over your life and while, you know, I've learned, I've grown, it's made me into the woman I am now, like I don't, I don't want to say I regret my eating disorder But yeah, I mean, if I think about it, I have this one life and I spent 11 years of it and like the prime years of my life, you know, being a teenager, being a young adult, I spent that not going to school dances, not going on adventurous trips to Baja, Mexico to go surfing because I was afraid of the food that was going to be eaten, Um, not really going after my studies at school because my brain was just not functioning because I was so malnourished, not dating people, not looking for, you know, romantic relationship with anyone because I was so 
um, just consumed by the things going on in my head, like, yeah, I'm, I do really regret it. I regret that I had that one moment in my life and I just, I chose to, I chose to isolate. I chose to not take care of myself. Because I look at like my little sister's like high school experience. I'm like, wow, wow, she had fun. <laughs> like, what was I doing? What was I doing? So while I don't regret it, I mean, the past is the past and I learned from it. I definitely don't want that to be my future. And I definitely don't want that to be your future. And so let's change it. Let's take our health, our well-being into our hands. Let's make some big girl steps and let's get through this. It's going to be scary. Yes, but here's the thing. It's not about running away from the fear. It's not about waiting until it's the perfect moment to recover. It doesn't exist. Trust me, I waited and waited and waited. It doesn't exist. Of course, it's going to be fearful to let go of the eating disorder thoughts and behaviors you've had for so long. Of course, the eating disorder voice is going to be kicking and screaming. Don't fear the fear. Recognize it, acknowledge it, and be like, yes, this is fear. Good. It means I'm doing something right. It means that I am taking charge of my health and I'm going to get out of this. Fear is also an emotion. It's just energy. So what we can do is we can take that fear and that anxiety and let's transform that into excitement. I'm so excited to finally feel free around food. I'm excited to move on with my life. It's hard. I completely know. But I also am going to show you in this show that it is 100% possible. You can do it. You most definitely can do it. It will take dedication. It will take commitment. It will take just understanding, first of all, what you need to do, like the proper steps to move forward. And I think that's one of the biggest things that blocked me for such a long time was I literally just did not know what it, like what I should do in terms of getting my period back. No idea. No idea that I needed to leave veganism, that I needed to start eating any and all foods and I needed to cut off exercise. That was so foreign to me. Why didn't any of my gynecologist or doctors tell me that? You're going to learn that here, and I'm so excited to be your guide. Make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel, at Flow with Chloe. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, at Flow with Chloe. And then make sure you follow this podcast as well. If you are inspired by the work that I'm doing here, by the information that I'm providing, I really, really, really appreciate if you leave a five-star rating that helps other people find my podcast. Share it with others. There's so many of us who are suffering with this stuff, and it's time that we all learn what we need to do. And we really feel inspired about, I can do this. And like I mentioned before, if I can do it, you can do it, guys. So I will see you in my next show. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you later.